0: I was protesting in Mansoura. Mansoura is my hometown. And when we won the fight against the police in each city, we all moved to Tahrir Square in Cairo, in the capital. And while I was there, this speech that Mubarak did, it was very disappointing for the people. And in the same day, I was started working already on the song. I just chose the most important chant, which means Down, Down, Mubarak you read Scott and Nizam, people demand removal of the regime. He leaves, we stay. And I added one sentence which says, we are all one hand, have one demand, leave. And I just made it in a very simple groove so people can just move with it. And it was fantastic that first time I started to sing they know the lyrics already because they've been using it for a few days and it was a great moment to see how much music can change the mood after people being so disappointed and this song i've been using against like many regimes we had four different regimes after the revolution and i've been using it in so many occasions because the concept is about just chance so i was always like using the new chants coming on in the streets and putting it in the same melody, and it it was always working so well. I had long hair also in the the beginning of the revolution. I I was having a ponytail, and seven years ago that was not so acceptable culturally in Egypt that the guys having long hair. And the first day I joined the set in Cairo, in Tahrir Square. I will never forget how people didn't like me in the beginning. Or they didn't understand what I'm doing there. Ponytail and guitar. After like bloody fights for like five days with the police, I was not welcomed. And I was a bit shy in the beginning. I was trying to hide the guitar the first day. But then after a while, I started to sing for my friend that was with me. I was just singing for him, like in a corner. And then some people started to come closer and hear the songs they felt good, I felt more confident, and then I did it again in another spot, and then I felt more confident, and at these times I was sitting on the ground, but then I decided to stand up and show myself, and then I was standing on a high step, and then so many people started to see me, and I was singing for like hundreds, but because it was unplugged, so people couldn't hear me well because of the crowd, but I was lucky that a small group of guys were just marching the square, having speakers on their shoulders and microphones, and they came closer, they liked the songs, they put microphone for the guitar on me, it became louder, and this was the first time to sing. <laughs> yes, sir. So it worked in the end.
1: thanks. I think you said that at that moment you were born in Tahrir Square. Who yeah. was born?
0: It was a reborn for me and so many people. I think I was working on, on myself to be a better human being from before the revolution, and that's why I joined the revolution. But the revolution changed us so much, made us at least um, understand what is freedom and, and how freedom is, is a right for everybody, no matter what it is or which way. Even if we don't have real freedom in Egypt, but the people who joined the revolution, we experienced the freedom for the first time. So when people are not free, so, or people are afraid all the time, so this is not a good life. So when we had, for the first time, being fearless from everything and feeling the freedom for the first time, that's why we call it a reborn.
1: Well, if you've just joined us, my guest is Rami Essam, the voice of the Egyptian revolution who's been called the Bob Dylan of the Middle East, which is a hard label to live up to.
0: Many journalists wrote that. It's something good, very good to be mentioned as as Bob Dylan because he did a great work, but we're still very different. And, like, we have different music and the experience he had in the street is is a bit different than his way. But it's an honour in the end, anyway.
1: One thing that's very different with that label, Rami, is that Egypt is a Muslim-majority country. Yeah. What role did religion have in the protests? In the beginning, all the religious groups,
0: they they didn't join. It was so, like... uh, free movement and liberal movement, in, in all ways. And, uh, and then uh, the Muslim Brotherhood and also the Salafist people, they joined and they tried to take piece of the cake. I was not happy about what they've been doing. And they lost, in the end, everything. And they, they really took so many steps back, even in the political scene. Most of my songs are political songs, for sure. Like revolutionary songs, like some radical revolution songs, and is like that, and 50% is political songs, and I have 25% of like songs about life in general. In the first five years, I was only focusing about the political songs and the revolution, but now I'm, because before being called as a voice of a revolution, and I'm an artist before anything, and I would like to sing about everything in life, not just revolution. But uh, my cause is, is my priority and I will keep fighting for it till my last day. But I also would like to think about everything, so I would like always to be represented in this way. When you're طاطي راسك طاطي طاطي انت في وطن ديمقراطي ولما شقك يصبح مش ليك فقرك سد السك عليك تتلفت تلقى حواليك اما حرامي او متعاطي تاتي راسك طاطي انت في وطن ديمقراطي